0: Hi. Welcome to Straight Arrows. I am your host, Pastor Woody Whit, uh, the pastor of Memorial Baptist Church in eastern North Carolina. I want to welcome you today. Uh, today is the first part uh, in the series called The Anatomy of Sin, The Anatomy of Sin. If you would like a copy of this study, uh, let me know through our church website or email me. Uh, And I will make sure you get a copy of this because I'll be I won't be going hopefully not that fast, but I can't look up all the verses here on this and uh, I'll be citing several. And so you might want to get a pen and pencil handy there. And uh, uh, again, if you're driving down the road and you're listening in, uh, please contact the the church website and uh, I can get these notes to you. Okay, Um, but welcome today. The Anatomy of Sin. In this study, we'll be asking seven basic questions about sin. And number one is, what is sin? Theologians vary in their definition of what sin is. Thomas Watson writing in 1692, and I love Thomas Watson. He wrote, sin is any one of conformity to the law of God or transgression of it, end of quote. We can agree and rightly say from the preponderance of Scripture that sin is any violation of the moral law of God and that which is opposite of God's absolute holy nature. For example, first John chapter three verse four says, "Whosoever committeth sin transgresses also the law, but sin is a transgression of the law. and he's talking about there the moral laws of God. Uh, Instead of a uh, singular, all-encompassing definition of sin, the Bible describes sin using words specifically chosen by the Holy Spirit. In other words, there's no one encompassing word that defines what sin is. The Holy Spirit uses several different words in the Bible to describe sin. The following Uh, is just a a sample of Old Testament words that describe some aspect of sin. The first one is iniquity. Uh, The Hebrew owl denotes a lack of integrity. The word can mean unjust, and it is found in, for example, Psalms 43.1, Isaiah 26.10, Zephaniah 3.5. It is also translated unrighteousness in Deuteronomy 25.16 ungodly, Job 16, perverse, Isaiah 59, verse 3, uh, wicked in Psalm eighty nine twenty two. The general sense of the term is a departure from what is right and true. Again, the word there is iniquity. The second word is the word guilt, um, asham. This term means to do wrong, to commit an offense, to inflict injury against another person. In its usage, the person being sinned against is God. It is used repeatedly in Leviticus and in the book of Numbers and Ezekiel. The third word is error, shogog. This term refers to the tendency to go astray, to make mistakes, to commit error. Leviticus 4, verse 2, uh, Leviticus 4, 22, and also 27, Numbers 15, 22. Um, another word is perversion. Awa. And this is interesting now. Now, listen carefully. Uh, this word, Awa, means to bend or twist, to be bent. This word in the Old Testament signifies how sin distorts or twists the condition and the character of the sinner. Proverbs 12, 8, Isaiah 21, 3, Psalm 38, 6. The person in this twisted or bent condition, cannot fulfill God's intention in their life. And this final word we're looking at is transgression, abar, abar, uh, to cross over, to pass by. Deuteronomy 26, 13, 2 Chronicles 26, uh, verse 16. In the New Testament, um, parabasis is the equivalent to um, abar, and uh, so look at our Lord's use of this word in Matthew 15, 2 to 3. What we see here in these Old Testament words, again, is not that there's one word that describes our English word sin, but many words that speak of the character of sin itself, okay? Now, understand that uh, for most Hebrew words in the Old Testament, there is a Greek equivalent equivalency to some degree in the New Testament. So now I'm going to give you some New Testament words that describe some aspect of sin. Lawless, anomia, anomia. The Lord Jesus used this term frequently, Matthew 7:23, Matthew 13, 41, Matthew 23, 18, to describe the breaking of God's laws. Elsewhere, it is written uh, in the same general way to describe the violation of towards the written law of God and the moral laws revealed to the conscience. And that's uh, found in 2 Peter 2.8, 1 Timothy 1, 1.9, Romans chapter 2, verse 12. Um, another word for uh, that is used to describe sin is the word lust, our English word lust. Uh, it is the translation of the word epiphania. Uh, a term describing desire, longing for what is forbidden or lust. It describes the unbridled character of the sin nature and its sinful implications are found in Mark uh, chapter 4, verse 19, Matthew 5, 28, Romans 1, 24, James chapter 1, verses 14 to 15. Um, and it signifies a corrupt desire that strives after what is inappropriate or illicit. Uh, the apostle John describes apithymia in 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 through 17, for example. Um, the word lust. And I'll read that text. That's 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 to 17. The word of God says, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, here it comes, The lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the father, but is of the world. And the world passes away in the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. And that's the word lust. Now, sin uh, is uh, the English word sin itself. Harmatano. It literally means miss the mark. And you've heard more about this. Um, word more than probably any of the others that I've talked about so far today, but it means miss the mark. It's related to the Hebrew chata, which means not only to miss the mark, but to deviate from the norm. It is used over 300 times in the new Testament. Uh, It is either used as the act of sinning or the actual sin itself. It is most widely known uh, application is in Romans. 3.23. To sin means the inability to live up to God's standard of righteousness. In other words, uh, God gave a test and nobody could pass it. Uh, The test being the standard of God. No one can, we all miss the mark of what God's will is for our lives. And so we, we, we overshoot the target. We don't hit the target in the bullseye. We try and we try, but we can't do it. That's what sin is. Sin is not living up to God's standard of holiness, his righteousness, if you will. Okay. so in summary today, then we can say this about sin. Sin is a departure from what is right and and true. Sin is to inflict an injury upon another person, God or others. Sin is a tendency to go astray, to make mistakes, to commit error. Sin distorts or twists the condition and character of the person who commits it. In other words, sin does harm to ourselves. Sin is to cross over moral boundaries that God has established. God says, don't go there, but we go there. God says, don't fish off the bridge. But what do we do? We fish off the bridge. Sin is to pass by or to ignore God's moral law. Sin is universal in scope, both Jews and Gentiles. Sin against God's moral law. Sin Is unhealthy desire to long for what God has forbidden. Sin is the inability to live up to God's standard of righteousness. Well, this is all we're going to cover for today. Uh, Next time, we're going to get into where did sin originate um, and move on from there and really explore this issue of sin. Today was the first episode in this series. So, Please come back uh, again soon and have your Bible ready. We're going to dig into God's word and discover more about sin. We hear a lot about sin. We hear the word sin used, but we're going to have the Holy Spirit wants us to understand what sin is. Okay, so let me pray with you today. And remember, remember that Christ came into the world and died on the cross, bearing the weight of all of our sin. And so we need to understand what sin is to fully appreciate what Jesus Christ has done for us. But let's pray today. Father, bless us today, Lord God. Bless all those who tend in today. Bless them. Bless their families. Oh, God, today, thank you, Lord, for your blessings. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. We are so thankful that you sent your son to be our Savior for the precious blood of Jesus that cleanses our very real sin today. Thank you, O oh God, in Jesus' name, amen. I thank you all for tuning in. May the Lord bless you and all of your family today. Bye-bye.